We're back. It's Thursday night. Thursday night, Coach. How you feeling? I am flipping wonderful. Well, somebody on the team isn't feeling too great. Man, COVID nineteen didn't get uh get sick again, did he? He did, but I don't know what kind of sickness is. Well, hopefully it's just a cold. His yabadoo might just be hurting. Who knows? His what? His yabadoo. What is the what, what is this yabadoo? Thing? Well, it, it's the female part <laughs> that I can't say on on the show because we're a family show. Well, maybe I just go ahead and fire this thing up then. So I say yabadoo. Uh, but we've got a problem. What is our problem? A serious problem, Coach. We don't have nobody bring us in. What? You want to give it a shot? Well, I think I I think I did must. it. I think I did it last time. So this time you get to do it. Okay. Let's let's give this thing a try. Clear your throat. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, how are y'all? I hear that there are thousands of people watching in person and millions of people watching at home. And I think uh, we'd like to know, are you ready? Oh, we're ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Then let's get this thing going. We're going. Tonight. We have me, the coach, Jeremy Swopes, and our wonderful host, the man with the most, Big P, with the new D-Line sports <laughs> shirt on that you can purchase at our website, www.d-linesports.com. And please do. It puts money in our pockets, but it also shows up on the screen here for y'all. Well, it puts like $2.74 <laughs> in there. But we're very appreciated. Yes, it just sounds... Absolutely. It sounds nice if we're getting a bunch of money out of it. You know how that works. But yeah, we're not. <laughs> we're not. But it does help out. It does help keep things running and, and improving. So Yeah, it keeps the show above water, so to speak. If you like what we do... Support us a little bit there. Um, we definitely appreciate Hit like it. and subscribe. I think that's what all the kids say now when they're on the video. Yeah, you got to hit the like button. On the, on the YouTubes. You got to hit the like button. And, and the Twitters. And you got to hit the follow button. <laughs> Please do. You got to. And Carve, take some damn vitamins, son. Yeah, improve that diet, kid. Now... Quit using so much hair product. When he texted and said that he wasn't going to be on the show today, I said, ah, that's bullshit. He said, get your ass in or get a doctor's note. <laughs> and, and, and a matter of five seconds later, he <laughs> sent me a, a, a picture of a doctor note keeping him home till the 27th. So, so Car he really must be sick. Carve has FMLA and a restriction to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yep, at least till the 27th. <laughs> wow, Carvey's not allowed to be pretty and uh, loud, apparently. So. <laughs> but hurry up and get well, Carvey. Get get your ass back in here. Because Coach did not do you justice. On, no, I, on can't. That I, don't I don't have the personality that guy's got. Not a fifth of it. All right, Coach, you ready to jump right into it? 
man with both feet. Let's do it. T.Y. Hilton. Man. Came home. Got to stay home. Got to stay home with his beloved Colts. So, according to Adam Schefter, the Colts are paying T.Y. Hilton $10 million over one year with $8 million of that guaranteed. $8 million Essentially, guaranteed. an $8 million signing bonus. Now, did, have you heard what they were talking about? Baltimore offering him a whole lot more, and he chose the Colts. So, I was watching the Pat McAfee show today. And trying to brush up on all this stuff. Now, did Pat McAfee mention us? No, he did not. All right, because I called him out on Twitter. Well, and, and a we game didn't of, call him out again. On a game of cornhole. I think, you Your know. Your crew against our crew will raise some funds and then it can all go to his foundation. It would have to go to his foundation because we're not going to be breaking <laughs> A lot of funds with no. us. not like he would. No, we don't. Uh, we, we don't we, even play cornhole. So, <laughs> I'd I'd be practicing. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but uh, no, he he was on um, he was on the Pat McAfee show today or yesterday. Today it was today, and he straight from the horse's mouth. T. Y. Hilton said that he was this close to being a Baltimore Raven. This close, like maybe that close because he he was like just waiting on a phone call and he got the call from the ravens and they were like bang here's here's a and i quote a lot of money and he turned it down to stay home and stay with colts i heard that his signing bonus was more than his contract that we offered him yes yeah, I, I I believe that's probably very accurate. Hence the guaranteed portion of that. Now, let me ask you. Let me throw some speculation out here. Mm-hmm. Earlier in days past, Ty put out that his next contract that he signs is going to be his last one. Yeah. Now, when he said that, he said two, three, four years. Whatever it's going to be, it's going to be my last one. Being that this is a one-year deal, do you think anybody's going to hold him to what he said there? Well, I mean, if he comes out and plays incredibly well with, with Carson Wentz, and I, and, and I believe T.Y. Hilton has best years with Andrew Luck, and I think you get a very similar quarterback I agree. with Carson Wentz. that. Him and Andrew Luck, I don't know if they make the same decision-making process, but if you look at them physically, the way they play the game, their style, it should be a nice fit for T.Y. I agree. If he has a resurgence this year and comes back to his 1,100-yard, 100-catch form that he was in with Andrew Luck, why would you want to hold him to that? I don't. I don't. Carvey might, but yeah. I, I would never. And Car- I, Carvey's the one that sit around this table. Yeah. I love D.Y., but it's time for him to go. We well, got we got on video, Carvey, so don't call me <laughs> and cuss me out right now. Um, now, this is what I think. And this is just all Big P's gears working. Mm-hmm. I think Ursay called him and said, listen, sign this one-year deal. We are getting a fat salary cap next year. 
So we'll sign you to two more years at this much, which is going to be a lot more than what the Ravens were offering. Mm -hmm. And he's going to get a two, uh, another two year contract, stay with Indy a total of three starting, you know, with this one. That's what I think happened. I don't believe that a lot of million-dollar deals get done on a handshake. And that would be a handshake deal to me. 100% be a handshake deal and a gentleman's agreement, without, yeah. without a doubt. But I think Chris Ballard has built the reputation of taking care of his own. Yes. And I'm, I'm almost guaranteeing there's something signed Somewhere. Somewhere that his agent has that says, okay, this contract's up. Remember this, you guys? Yeah. Time, so the Cats, time to pony up. The Katz brothers are, are from the Drew Rosenhaus school of uh, sports agents. And, dude, they're going to squeeze that lemon for whatever they can get. Oh, guarantee it. And right now, I believe this is a situation where they're like, okay, the salary cap has diminished this year for the first time in years. Yep. I mean, it, it, it only went up, I think they said 2%. The NFL just signed a new TV contract this, like, in the last few weeks, which is going to up their revenue, I think they said 14%. Which, when you're talking of billions of dollars – that's that's a lot of money. That's a lot of clams. Which which means that the salary cap is going to go way up next year. I heard it's going to match it. It's going to go two hundred plus. Yes. For the cap. So you're talking right now. I think the salary cap is 128, 129 million. Yeah. So you're talking about a massive, massive jump. Right. If you're T. Y. Hilton, why would you sign a three year deal now? Exactly. On a diminished cap when you could come in next year's free agency with the cap being on steroids next year and hit that big money next year. So taking that so hand this is about being a businessman. So taking point. that handshake or that gentleman's agreement would be very advantageous for TY. I think I think TY is being very shrewd. I think it's very smart. He's betting on himself. If he comes out and plays well this year, he's gonna get he's gonna get mega bucks next year. Yeah, for at least another two two, two three years. I two would, to three year contract for sure. I would not sign a thirty four year old plus wide receiver in the NFL to more than a two year contract, and he'll be if you're talking about another two years, he'll be thirty four years old at the end of that. Because so, right now he's 31. At the end of this current contract, he'll be 32. If he signs for another two years, he'll be 34. But look who his mentors were. Oh, he's got, he had, he Reg, had great people to learn from. Reggie Wayne. Yeah. Reggie Wayne learned from Marvin Harrison. And Marvin Harrison was a master of catching that ball and getting down without getting, getting his bell rung every yeah. time. Reggie Wayne done a pretty damn good job of it, too. Yeah. If he saw daylight, he was gone. And if you watch T.Y., he does the same thing. He T.Y. is like, so, to, to me, T.Y. is the perfect mix between Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison. Oh, it's I, like if you combine the two guys together. 
I haven't thought, looked yeah. at it that way, but that's yeah. that's that's a hell of an. Uh, he's a he's a great route runner. He blocks well for his size. He's uh, he's got he's sure-handed. I think he could be a little more physical. But I mean, when you're talking about a guy that's that's under six two, under 190 pounds, he's under six foot. Yeah, he well, they got him listed at five eleven, six foot, I think. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. to be under, he's not big receiver yeah. size at all. He's he's diminutive. And look what it does to our young receiving core that we've got with Campbell, Pittman, Patman. It well, and it tells all these young guys if I if I put in the work like Ty did, this team will reward me. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So it's so, it's, it's it's not just good for Ty. It's not just good for the the Colts next year. It's good for the future. One hundred percent. So I, I think it was a, I think it was a good deal. I don't think ten million for this guy is too much. A lot of people probably probably won't agree with me on that because of his age, because of his injury history. I don't think it's too much either. And I don't have the stats on how many games he's lost and yeah. people saying that yeah. he's he's made a glass or he's injury prone. I don't you know I don't believe in that that kind of stuff. We got a comment from Justin said we're frozen. Well, I'm watching it and we're moving now. Yeah, we're moving on on my computer. Justin, are we still frozen? It appears to be fine. Yeah. So we'll keep moving. But yeah, I'm I'm absolutely excited to have TY back. I think ten million is very cheap. Yeah. For the caliber of player that he is, for uh, the locker room presence that he brings. It's good for our offense. Yeah, absolutely. I think what the Colts need to do and and I think they're trying – I'm not going to say they're not trying to address this. I think they need another playmaker. And I know this sounds silly. On offense? Yes. Okay. I know this sounds silly having Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, Jack Doyle, T.Y. Hilton. Mo Alley. Mo Alley. None of these guys are striking fear into defenses yet. I think some of them never will. I mean, Jack Doyle doesn't scare the shit out of anybody. He's nope. just consistent. But he's he's very clutch. Mo Ali Cox does not scare the shit out of anybody. You know, again, very consistent. Jonathan Taylor, I think, will start to scare people. I think Marlon Mack, the the try, you know, the the jury's still out on that one. Not not, not Naeem, in my book. Yeah, Naeem Hines is starting to become a playmaker. So we're starting to get those guys, but we need we need somebody that's going to pull that bracket coverage away from Ty for Just, Ty to be the Ty of old. You don't think Pittman's the okay, guy to so do that? Pittman got less than 500 yards receiving last year and one touchdown. Okay. He's not there yet, or he wasn't last year. No, wasn't last year. So he wasn't there last year. I don't think we have anything going into next year that says he won't break out and maybe he will but right now we don't have a proven playmaker out there that like I said is going to pull the defense away from T.Y. So would you have paid what the Giants paid to get Galloway? No. To get the guy that no, you're talking I, I about? Have, I wouldn't have paid 
I wouldn't have paid Kenny Galladay that money. That However, is extreme. Sammy Watkins was in town this week. He was. He left yesterday afternoon. Said that his business with the Colts is done, and they will be making decisions at this point. He also visited Baltimore, and he also visited Tennessee, as far as I know. Tennessee's been throwing around some money this year. Yeah, Tennessee's trying to make a move because they think they are one or two pieces away from going to the Super Bowl. And they might be. However, I think the, I think the Colts will have something to say about that. Oh, absolutely. So, this is, if, if Tennessee has any competition in their division, it's, it's the Colts. So, you talk about this playmaker. Who would you bring in or who would you want to bring in? I like I like Sammy Watkins. He's a great complimentary fit. He's a good possession receiver. He's big. He runs good routes. See, I see him the same size as T.Y., same style of player, just faster. He's not faster than T.Y. He's not faster than T.Y., I don't believe. However, I think he's, he's more physical than T.Y. on a lot of levels. And I believe he's about 6'1", 6'2". Could be. So. Just, I've never seen him but on TV, so. He's, he's, a, he's got good hands, too. He's very short. Oh, yeah. He's consistent. The only thing I don't like about Sammy Watkins is he shrinks in big moments. You know, he, he tends to disappear on you, you know, in the fourth quarter when things are really going tough. So, we'll see what happens. Now, A.B.'s still out there. You think he could do something? He could could go to Seattle and play with Russell Wilson or go back to Tampa Bay. I don't want to see him here. Why not? Oh, He seems to have gotten his stuff together. He won a Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl because he was living in Tom Brady's basement and had somebody babysitting him 24-7. Well. That that guy's guy's a mess. I'm sorry. I I can't get with him. So, Timothy, Timothy Arthur says, what are the Colts going to do to help Buckner? Good question. Well, well, I think they've already started that by re-signing Xavier Rhodes. Rhodes close. Yeah, but that's not a direct. It's a start. That's not a direct help to Buckner. We need that end piece. We need another pass rusher. Yeah, we got to have it. And we, we, he's going to need help on the interior now, too. And we let go of um, De, uh, Denico Autry. Denico. I couldn't spit that out if you Man, gave they, me a million they, bucks. They were, they were good together. They really was. And yeah. letting Denico walk was a surprise to me. It, it really, really was. Yeah. Um, especially they matched what Tennessee offered. Yeah. Except for the guaranteed. I mean, I'm not following that. So, so what I understood with the Danico Autry situation is it was just the structure that Tennessee provided was more secure for him. Right. And being over 30 years old and playing, you know, being a professional football player, so he you, needs that security. Yeah, but do you think that was smart on Ballard's? Side of things, or do you think that was smart on Tennessee's side of things? I think Ballard possibly got out dealt on that one. 
I think he possibly did. I think we'd let one get away on that. I think so, too. I really like Danico Autry. He could play inside and outside. Now, we still have Toure. Yeah, if Toure comes back and he was what he was before he got injured against Kansas City the year before last. Yeah. Toure's a beast now. Don't underestimate him. When he came back last year, it seemed like something was missing. Like he wasn't, he wasn't, he had lost a step. But he's coming off, he was coming off a major injury. Major. Yeah, that was a nasty leg injury. Yeah. So if he could come back this year, a year out. And if he's feeling stronger and he knows he's stronger and he's not getting thrown right back into it when the doctor says, oh, you're fine, and you feel like you know it's still not as strong as it should be, you're not going to go out there and play hard. Well, and and you talk about because you're the only one that knows your body. That's the truth. But I, I I see him definitely stepping up, doing what he needs to do. Um, I believe he's going to come back stronger, feeling stronger, knowing he's stronger, knowing he's ready to make those plays. Yeah. You know, and not have any of that hesitation that he did. It's a, a lot of. A lot of coming back from an injury, uh, and many people don't understand this, a lot of coming back from that is a mental game and gaining confidence back in whatever it was that you injured. That Absolutely. Knee or that ankle or whatever. That Okay, so it may be physically healed up, but your brain doesn't know that ah, I can probably cut on that and yeah, it's not going to fall apart. Something just doesn't feel right. Yeah. Something just doesn't feel right. You know, you're, and if that is going through your head, you are not going to go out there and give it everything you got. Because yeah. it's against our nature to hurt ourselves, unless you're part of the jackass crew. <laughs> and you're out making those great videos that they do, yeah. or did. <laughs> no, they're still doing it. And not them guys. Them guys, are, them guys are too old and brittle now, <laughs> like us. <laughs> For real. But, you know, they did bring in... Um, Say Rochelle. So his name's uh, Isaac Rochelle. Isaac Rochelle. He's 6'4", 280 pounds. He had nine and a half sacks over four seasons with the Chargers. Maybe I, they. I, I think this falls into Ballard's Ballard's theory of free agency. He would rather get guys on the way up than on the way down. So. If you look at, at Isaac Rochelle like he's a stock, you buy low and you sell when they're high. So you're getting this guy at a really good value, so you're paying Ford Pinto prices, and you might be walking away with a Ferrari. You don't know yet. You don't know yet. Because and at free agency, the, yeah. that's a lot of the guesswork. It you really know? is. You could be getting – you paying these prices for, might, for a Ferrari, but you might end up getting a yeah. Pinto. And he he might end up just being a depth piece. Could be. The same with uh, Sam TV, the uh, Tevi TV. I don't know how you pronounce it. No, no, let me go Left back. Tackle let me go Chargers. back to Rochelle first, though. He was the Chargers Walter Payton Man of the Year recipient. So he's got for, good character. Yeah, he's got great character. And um, now, since we signed him, I went and checked through his uh, – Twitter and all this. He's he, fun on Twitter. He's he's I a, him out. He's he's a blast on Twitter. on Twitter, but he's very active yeah. in the communities. Yeah. You know, so that's that's fantastic. Very active, you know. And if it's that piece, like you said, that yeah. Boward sees him 
with the potential, you know, with our coaching, I think we can get him over this hump and we can make this guy, you know, be a stud on our line. Maybe all he needs is the opportunity in the right system. Well, the system. He's had the opportunity. Um, I, don't, I didn't write down how many games he actually played with the Chargers, but he's had – I think he was a seventh-round pick, but he's had opportunities. Well, if he's a seventh-round pick and he's playing at all – but he's already he's already outran his his expectations. Let me ask you this. I'm going to put this man next to DeForest Buckner. Mm-hmm. Do you think that'll bring his game up or down? Oh, I'm sure it'll go up. I'm sure. It has to or DeFore- you're getting cut. DeForest Buckner's drawing double and triple teams all day. Yeah. He made Grover Stewart look like an all-pro yeah. last year. Well, and, and you know you're you're Playing next to an all American. Yeah. You know what? Hey, he's you want to. What, what do you want, what do you want me blunt, to do? Just to put it bluntly, he's a badass. Yeah. You know, um, we had an old supervisor that his mindset was on a lot of that things. Elevate your game and you raise everybody else up because they want to keep up with you. Yeah. You know and what I mean? And by putting him next to DeForest Buckner, well, and, He's and got to elevate his joy, game or the, the spotlight is going to show all the negative. The joy and the addition of confidence he's going to get from playing in a good defense next to guys like Buckner, Darius Leonard. Toure. Uh, to Kamiko Toure, uh, Bobby Okariki. All these guys in that front seven that are already proven and they're young. They're Very so young. young. I mean, if you look – Aside from Justin Houston, I don't think we had a single player in our 30s, you know, going into last season. I don't think so. So that's that's fantastic. They're up and coming. And then he's going to have a pretty decent secondary running around behind him too with, with Rhodes and Kenny Moore and Julian Blackman, Kari Willis. Rocky Seam. Yeah. I'm telling you, don't count my guy out. Don't count him out. You know, I saved him last for you. I know you did. <laughs> That's my guy. Um, where was I going? Damn it, jump in here, Coach, because I just lost myself. Nah, you, you totally threw me off. I, I, I think a lot of people were scratching their heads this season about how Chris oh, Ballard. There's where I was at. Okay, never mind. I found myself. Houston. Yes. Do you think that's a viable piece to to bring back to this defense, at least for another year? Yeah, a- for another year or two, he, maybe. He only had eight sacks last season. I say only. Yeah, but I thought though that would be at least eighteen playing next to DeForest. Yeah, I mean, Justin Houston's—he's getting long in the tooth. Not not gonna lie. I mean, he just—he just really is. I wouldn't say that to his face. I, no, I've, <laughs> I've seen him. I've seen him personally up close, re- this close. Yeah, react to people that didn't. Yeah, go along with him, <laughs> and and I'll say this, Justin, you're my favorite defensive lineman on the Colts last year. <laughs> but I mean, really, he's he's still got it in my eyes. I think so too. I think he'd be a valuable piece. However, I do think his role's diminished. I think you you put him in as a, a a pass rush specialist on second and long, third downs where you know they're going to pass. I don't think he's a he's a every play guy anymore. 
And and that's just I think keep, he can't. that's to keep him fresh. I think he could be, and especially with the defense um, that Coach Matt throws out there. If you notice, we don't do a lot of blitzing. No, we sure don't. We do a lot of containing. Yeah. You know, and we they, talk, We talked about the containment side of our defense and a lot of depth last year, Coach, because of some of the quarterbacks that we faced, you have to contain them. It's true. Or they're, or they're rolling around you and they're getting yardage. You know, they're extending those plays. So what I saw is Justin Houston absolutely 100% still has it, but he was playing the scheme of the defensive coordinator and yeah. was playing a lot of contain well, you from that game, line. You've got to let the game come to you. Justin Houston at one point in his career was a game wrecker. He came in and just he, – he pinned his ears back, tied behind his head, and he was gone the whole game yep. like that. But he's not that guy. He's not that he guy. He might not be that guy, but we're not that defense either. No, but I'll tell you, you're not going to run to his side. You're not going to run at him. No, because you, you're not he's pushing the, him out of the way. No, he's not. he is not the weak point on that defensive line at all. Absolutely not. And so, I don't think if you bring him back for another year or two, he would be that, that weak point. I think he would still I, play I, that contained. I think stop. he still say, stays at the same level he was at this year. I don't think he drops off at all because his game's not when, – when you look at Justin Houston, his game's not built on speed. It's not built on I'm just going to bull rush. It's built on technique. It's built on intelligence. He's, he plays the pass rush, the edge rusher, like some people play chess. That's just how he works. Absolutely. He has a plethora of moves. I said plethora. That's a big word. <laughs> yeah, he has a plethora of moves. He can he can do everything. He can do club, handover, all that stuff. And he can play you inside and outside. He's strong enough to go to the middle, and he's quick enough to go to the outside. And I don't think that he's lost any of that. If they re-sign him, I would not be angry at all. Absolutely Even if not. they re-sign him for an exorbitant amount of money for a short, short-term contract. I don't think that's going to happen because of what you said, being long in the tooth. Um, this is kind of the age where yeah. injuries can happen more frequently. Yeah. Recovery time is getting longer. You know, and all these stats are well known within every organization. Yeah. And that's a, a, believe it or not, that's a big key in what your value is to these yeah. GMs. I never like to put dollar amounts on these guys because I don't know the economics. I, I really don't know the economics of the NFL I, I, when it comes to what's this guy worth. Well, I think every but GM and front office is different. I think if you keep him under $8 million a year right now, I think that's very affordable. I think 8 to 10 Yeah. You know, would be very – I don't think that's unreasonable. Yeah, unreasonable is a good word. Yeah, I don't think it is. But there are guys out there. I don't know I don't know who all the Colts have given phone calls to. I don't know, you know, as far as have they called have they called Jadavian Clowney's representation? Have they called did they call JJ Watt trying to get a deal going with JJ Watt? You don't know what they've done already. As far as the interior defensive linemen, there wasn't a big push on those guys this year. So you're not going to get that. 
I mean, Bud Dupree, to me, that one hurt. But you're taking – Tennessee's taking a gamble with Dupree just based on the injury that he had last year. Blown Achilles tendons, no joke. Absolutely He not. may never be the same guy. So they went out and spent a shit ton of money on an edge rusher that may have no more spring in his step. Yeah. So I don't think it was bad to pass him up, but I would have liked to have seen somebody of that caliber come here. Me too. And there's and, still there's still guys out there. And before free agency opened up, you know, that was one of the guys on my list to bring in oh, yeah. Indianapolis. I liked him. I liked Shaq Barrett, but Shaq Barrett stayed in Tampa Bay. Yep. I also liked Von Miller for a one-year deal. He stayed in stayed in Denver. Denver. So, I mean, if you look at what's available now, you got Clowney, who's taking a long, hard look at Cleveland, and God help the or the AFC North if he gets in there. With Cleveland's trying to stack some shit they're, out they're, there. They're, they're getting ready to make – Cleveland is getting ready to make the next step. Without a doubt. So, if you look I at – I think they made a hell of a steps. step this year, or this past season. The GM that they hired after uh, – golly, just, it just, his name just jumped out of my head. The, the most recent GM that they hired, he's done a fantastic job over the last two seasons. And didn't he work with Ballard out in Kansas City? I think he did. I believe he did, yeah. Yeah, so that's – so It's coming out of good stable there. Yeah, it's it's something – there's something to be said about that. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Adam says, I, I wanted Carl Lawson. Carl Lawson's uh, – that, that guy's – he's on his way up. Yeah. I, I'm telling you uh, – I think Lawson ended up – where did he end up going? Seattle? I cannot tell you without the notes, and I don't yeah, have those I'd notes. Have to, I'd have to look Yeah, it up. pull that up. But, yeah, if, if you guys could jump on that and just throw that up in the comments, Zach, I'd, be, I'd be glad to see it. But Zach says they better not call Clowney. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, a lot of people are down on him, but if he's still, if he's still got any anything like skills that he had before – He'll he'll be an excellent complement to a, a good defensive line. And Cleveland's building a hell of a, a defense out there um, with Miles Garrett. And you look at that secondary. Got Greedy Williams in that secondary. Got uh, Delpit at free safety. You got uh, Denzel Ward. They're they're tough, man. They're tough. It's gonna you're gonna be hard pressed. To look at that team and find a weak spot. When you go back and look at it and you're like, man, the weak spot on that team is a former number one draft pick. That's that's impressive. I mean, right now, what is it? Their offensive line a little weak, a little, a little suspect? Uh, yeah. But, I mean, they've got playmakers. It's gotten all, better, though. They've got playmakers all over the damn field on offense. They got a solid – to me, they got a solid offensive line. They're not – World beaters. It's getting better. It is getting better. But, man, that defense, you're right. They, they will stop the run today. Yes. And their secondary is getting smarter and smarter and smarter, and they were already good. They're very young. All right, so that leaves a pretty wide open spot. Left tackle. Now, you mentioned um, – TV? Yeah. Did I say that right? I think so. Um, man, I got he's 6'5", 315 pounds, but I haven't found too many more stats on that. 
but I was looking through, I don't know if it was Facebook or Twitter or something, but somebody had put in the stats of TV and somebody else, and they had allowed more sacks, just them two guys, than the entire Colts offense did in like last two or three years. Pro Football Focus listed TV as the worst free agent pickup this season so far. Ouch. Yeah. And he's on so, our roster now. To me, he's got to be a depth piece. He's got to be. They cannot count on somebody that's that suspect at left tackle. I mean, you just can't. I would rather have what we've already got and leave TV out than start that guy. Now, do you think this could – you know, Ballard giving this guy a chance. And, hey, you know. We'll bring you we, in. We He's know young. you can do this, you know. So, if you want to resurrect your career, you know, here's your opportunity How through training camp. Three seasons? Four? Uh, four, I believe. So, he's still young. He's still very young. He's been relatively injury-free. But, yeah, he's he's suspect. He's suspect. After seeing some of that, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I I don't. They didn't spend a ton of money on him, so again, he's bargain basement prices. You might end up with a Ferrari, even though you bought an '84 Ford Bronco. And if nothing else, you know, you you know, you got him. You can pull him up instead of getting somebody off the street like we did, like like we did last year. Spot. You're filling a roster spot. So right now, you bring this guy in. You've got a left tackle. Well, then you go out in the draft, and then you pick up, you trade up, and get Penny Sewell, and the whole world goes crazy. And then you cut TV. Who cares? I mean, I'm just saying. Yeah. They're just filling around. There, there, there can be a lot going on between now and the draft. Oh yeah, there's gonna be a lot going on between now and training camp. When that comes around, that's when you're gonna start seeing things start to start to form. Yep. You'll know. You'll know what your roster looks like by. First week of the preseason, I think, for the most part. Not going to disagree with you there. Which, speaking of, I I hear some exciting things coming around with uh, COVID going away now. Okay. COVID is sort of in its death throes. I think we can kind of see a light at the end of the tunnel as far as things being shut down and, you know, the the – Rumor is that the NFL will be back to 100%, you know, having audiences in the stadiums by the beginning of the season. Sweet. So, and I think the first sign of that is coming up next month. They're having the draft live the draft. in Cleveland and allowing fans to come watch it that have been vaccinated. It's a good first step. So, yeah, th- th- these are good things. I don't know. I've already started my vaccination routine. I've got the first shot. you got to wait 30 days to get the second shot. So I might just call the Colts and say, hey, I've got my shots. I can go to the draft. You know, let me on the bus. I'm going to get – I'm making mine into a sports experience like I do everything in my life, it seems like. I'm going to uh, Indianapolis Raceway. And getting mine done at IMS. Sweet. So, and I'm getting the Johnson and Johnson. So, so it's only one. One shot and done. One and done, baby. One and done. <laughs> but yeah, well, 
hopefully that will also allow us to get some uh, opportunities and maybe we can be on media row for you guys when training camp comes around. Yeah, that'd be sweet. We can get that offer again. <sighs> yes, that would be great. We'll work on it. Yes. Uh, is there anybody else that's on the unrestricted list that you want to talk about that we have not signed or we've let walk? Well, I tell you like what, Anthony it, Walker. That's, man, that to one, me, that was a surprise. That one hurt my heart. Letting Anthony Walker go hurt my heart. I know a lot of people say he was a liability in, in pass coverage, but to me – I know a lot of people didn't think Jim Sorgi was a big deal with the Colts when Peyton Manning was here and he was Peyton Manning's backup. But I'm telling you, if you'd let Jim Sorgi go, Peyton Manning would have cried. He just, I, I think Anthony Walker was Darius Leonard's Jim Sorgi with a lot more production. Oh, a lot more. He led the team in tackles two years in a row, didn't he? Yeah. You know, so, so Cleveland's that's, getting a good one. To me, that's where the surprise was. You know, good guy, good in the locker room. Yeah. You know, was that I, I was that sh- you know that security for Darius? He knew, you know, hey, if, if I'm going to run out here and be the maniac, I know he's got this part of the field cover. I don't have to worry about yeah. it. Yeah. I think you can blame a lot of that on Bobby Okariki's development, though. If Okariki wasn't playing as well as he he has the last two seasons, I think Anthony Walker's still here. Think so? Yeah, I really believe that. But I think Okariki probably chased him out of town just just by being a good teammate. So Bobby O's good. Yeah, he's and he's improving. He's good and improving. Yep. Which that's that's kind of scary. And he's he's good in Pasco. Now let me ask you a question. Are you pleased or upset? With the way Ballard's handled free agency this year? I tend to take more of a patient approach with free agency. I mean, as I grew up watching the Colts when they were really bad and then seeing them improve when Bill Polian got here, Bill Polian always had the the theory of free agency is, is for chumps for the most part. Yeah. Free agency is for Dan Snyder is, is the way <laughs> – I think I actually heard that quote, free agencies for Dan Snyder. So if you want your team to be, you know, 3-13 and 13 every year, but have a whole bunch of guys who've got big names, that's the way to go. Go get you some free agents. Fill your roster with them. Have a bunch of 30-plus-year-old guys running around that aren't hungry anymore because they just got paid. Now, our staff writer wrote a real nice article um, on Belichick and the difference between the last two decades, winning decades that he had, where he had that that patience and and didn't spend the money in free agency, that he you know grew his own and yeah. you know and, and things like that. He wrote a good piece, so if you guys want to read that, you can check it out on our uh, on our on our website. Talented, talented writer. Very talented. He's he's got a real good piece coming out Sunday too. Um, but, yeah, to me, that's really confusing with a man of Belichick's caliber. Well, his, I think – His I, winning ways. You don't do all this crazy free agency spending for 20 years. You win everything under the sun. Well, I said this last week. That and I, then, I, I believe boom. 
There's a reason that he's doing that. He wants to win now because I'm not worrying about developing players. I don't got time to develop players. I'm retiring in four and a half minutes. So I got to win now, damn it. I'm going to go get the best talent I can get right now. I don't care about the damn salary cap next year, the year after, the year after that. I don't care about it. I don't care about the future financially of this team. I want to win now. I'm going to get me one more Super Bowl without Tom Brady so I won't have that asterisk next to my name when I go into the Hall of Fame. Very possible. And I, I, I truly believe that. But still, Coach, to completely change your process. Yeah. It, just well, obviously, to, just his, to do that. His process. I get it. Faded. I get what you're saying. Yeah. It's faded over the years. That's got to be hard. But if you look at the way Belichick's done things in the past, he didn't draft great teams. Everybody on those teams came from somewhere else. Yeah. I mean, Tom, yeah, you can say, well, he drafted Tom Brady. You know, 211th. Yeah, he didn't draft Tom Brady. He got lucky. He got, got lucky with Tom Brady. Tom Brady should not have been Tom Brady. Tom Brady should have been somebody that got cut off the team in his second year. I agree. I mean, if you look, you look at – there was nothing in the draft that told anybody in the NFL that he was special. Nothing. And if anybody that – Worked for the New England organization back when Tom Brady was a rookie. Says, oh, we knew he was going to be the greatest quarterback ever. You're flipping lying. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm not going to lie about, Coach? What's that? It's preferred mechanical heating and cooling. Good Lord. And the job that they'll do for you. <laughs> they have done for me. And have done. Yes. So today we're paying some bills. Yeah, we everybody knows bills. Preferred Mechanical is our uh, title sponsor. They make everything possible for us, uh, so we're definitely giving them a big shout out right now. But it's the God's honest truth, you know. It's, it is. They do. They it's do good not. Business. It's not that we're being paid to say this. We're we're actually giving testimony. You yeah. know, I've used these guys for nineteen years. You've used them. For several years now. Yeah, it's been a couple of years now, so pretty much since I started working with the show, and they've always done me right. I cannot complain one bit. And I know everybody out there has heard horror stories of, well, they made my mom buy a new system, and I know she didn't need it. Yeah. Well, that's what they do. They upcharge you because those service techs, you know, they get commission. Greg don't pay his guys like that. He's honest. You tell our customers what's wrong, you tell them exactly what it's going to take to fix it. And that's what they do for you. But it's getting warmer. It is. Before, Get that AC Before it gets so hot that every heating and cooling company is backlogged three weeks. <laughs> Call them now. Get your service updated. Yep. You know, Check make sure your system's good to go. Call our friends at Preferred Mechanical, area code 317 Nine two four four zero four two. Tell them D Line Sports sent you, and you'll get ten percent off. You How much? Ten. Ten. I can't do that voice, Carvey does. Ten. 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 Damn, I had to swallow everything I got just to make that noise. I don't know yeah. how that boy does it. You did that without even reaching down the front of your pants. That was fantastic. Yeah. 
I might have some talent there. But for uh, but for real, you guys, we've used these services. You know, we're not telling you just to do it because we're getting paid to say it. We're telling you to do it because it's honest testimonial about a, a good company that yeah. you know is going to treat you right. You just you just can't beat them. No, you can't. We got a uh, Josh Burton hopped on here. Oh, Says, that Josh guy. Yeah. He's back. The old Josh Burton from Burtonville. He didn't tell us Oral Roberts was going to do as well as they did. No, we get but, our basketball back in a couple of days, too. Starting Saturday, we'll be back into it. And uh, him and sister Jean can start rooting for Loyola again. <laughs> <laughs> now, he, he had a question here, though. He said, what do you guys – he said, what do you all think of my guy, Jamin Davis – Keep climbing draft boards. I think he can be another big-time Kentucky linebacker turned into NFL Pro Bowler. I'm going to tell you this, Josh. Oh, he's going to tell you. In the next couple of weeks, we are going to do our own mock draft before the, the NFL draft comes out, and I'll let you know then what I think of Jamin Davis. Yeah, because I don't even know who that guy is. So I'm not <laughs> even going to tell you yes or no. Before I check him out, that's for sure. But wink, thanks wink, for nod, nod. I think he's all right. Thanks for showing <laughs> that name out. That's you know, you can't. Man, there's so many college kids that's coming out. You can't. Well, and it's it's kind of weird this year. If you're if you're a real scouting geek like I am, this year has been hard to come by. You know what you think of these guys without getting on the internet and just really digging in because. No NFL Combine, yep. which means very little coverage on NFL Network, which I love for their coverage of that. Well, we've been trying to post uh, as many pro days yes. that are scheduled as we find them. And there's been, man, there's been some fantastic little performances, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, Purdue had a killer pro day out there. Yes. Uh, Rondale Moore, five feet, seven inch tall. Wide receiver Rondell Moore. Jump 40. 42 and a half inch vertical. Are you kidding me? That's like, that's Spud Webbish right yeah, there. That's that's crazy. Crazy. I saw the film of that. What was his 40? I, 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 forget, I forget what it was, but he was cooking. 429. Yeah. Okay, guys. Another freaking hill. On. Come on. Another Tyreek Hill running <laughs> around out on. there. Come on. Because of his size, that guy is going to fall to somebody. He's going to fall into somebody's lap, and they're going to have a fantastic return man, a wonderful slot receiver for years to come if he stays healthy. And the way he was built, I think he's going. I he's think he. Built, can, I think he can take a hit. Yeah, he's built like a truck. Yeah. So it, to see him pull that out. There were other ones too. I got to see uh, a little bit of Kyle Pitts. Did you see? I did not get to see that one. Good lord! You're talking this guy, six foot four. I think two hundred twenty nine pounds, two hundred thirty nine pounds, maybe. I'm I'm not sure. I can't remember. Ran a four four six at tight end. I mean, that's you're you're borderline. That's wide receiver. You're borderline. Yeah, that's wide receiver speed. So you're taking a guy that's that that size and throwing that yeah, he's, speed behind he's him. He's a top ten pick. Oh, guarantee yeah. you. He's gonna end up he's gonna end up being the next Now did you get to watch Alabama's 
Pro Day? No, I didn't. Uh, Josh said Patrick Sertain had a great Pro Day. I was coming in on the end of Mac Jones um, throwing. I got to watch him throw two, and then he called it quits. So I didn't get to watch it all just because of the timing. But, yeah, Patrick Sertain's a stud. Yeah, he's for real. He's for real. I think Patrick Sertain is He's going to be one of the uh, – one of the – I don't want to call him underrated, but you don't hear a lot of people just talking him up into the top ten. But he's going to be a very good value pick in the first round for somebody. And to say somebody in the first round is a value pick, that's – if he falls between 10 and 25 and gets picked in there, he's, he's going to be well worth it. Well worth it. Yeah, but I can't wait for the draft stuff to – I love Start it. coming it's my, up. It's my favorite, Mine favorite too. thing to do. And we're doing we're doing the first round draft show. Yes, here. that's coming up. We'll we'll be live the entire first round, uh, commentating on each yeah. each pick, good, bad, in between. We'll, we'll, we'll all be sitting here wearing depends and trying not to eat or drink. I'm gonna have a bucket. Of, I'm gonna have a bucket underneath the <laughs> table. Pat's getting the catheter put in beforehand. <laughs> It's, that's going to be a fun night. Yeah. Absolutely fun. It's oh, we, we, our our draft shows are always a blast. Yeah, that's to to me that's 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 my favorite show of the year. And with so. the draft being in Cleveland, I really wanted to go with it, but I'm not or go to it, but I'm not going because not, because of our I'm draft not, show. I'm not sacrificing our draft show to go to Cleveland. I know, but I wanted to, <laughs> but I couldn't do it. I know I I thought about it for a hot second. I was like, man, that's only five hour drive. Wait, well, exactly. Wait a minute. <laughs> wait a minute. No, we, I'm we, not doing we that. We go sleep in the truck, get some rest, <laughs> turn right back around, come back on home. Yeah. Well, coach, anything else you want to throw out about our free agency pickups? No. Our non pickups. I, I want to just remind everybody the tournament's coming up this weekend. Uh, we'll be into the Sweet 16. We've got games starting at wait a second. At two o'clock, two forty-four on Saturday, and rolling all the way through Sunday evening. So get on top of that. You guys don't want to miss out on that. There's a we got some Cinderella stories. How many damn how many <laughs> damn double-digit seeds do we have out of sixteen? But Loyola, to me, has been my favorite story so far, and they'll be the, in the first game against Oregon State. I think they've got a good chance to go on to the lead eight at this point. It's, it's, they look good. But, yeah, no. I don't on my know. bracket, my bracket is not, I, not busted to hell, blown to hell. <laughs> so, I don't even know if I'm paying attention anymore. Oh, boy. I will, I'll, I'll, I'll find the winner on, our, on the D-line bracket <laughs> and come up with something cool. So, yep. I uh, think that's I, I think that's a show, Big P. I think so too. I, I just want to remind everybody, you know what we've done extremely, extremely well with the talent that Ballard has brought in. Yes. Yeah, you can second guess him after things are are done and said and and proven or not proven. 
but he's done extremely well with the the talent. Give the guy some You know, don't bust him up because we didn't go out and get uh, Bud Dupree for $132 million. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Not with Ballard. He yeah. put, he puts a price tag on somebody, and he's, he sticks with it. He sticks with it. He's not going to budge, you know. And it's all those those matrix that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. And every organization's matrix are different, you know. His is what they are. What this is it, what I'm going to pay what, you. What does the Seventy Sixers always say? Trust the process. Yeah. There you go. You know, and and I really believe and trust in Ballard, so. I'm not sweating it. Yeah, I like Bud Dupree. Oh, yeah. Love you know, he was my guy on my seat to bring in. Yeah. But not for that amount of money. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. You know, so Ballard's in that position because of he's, the intelligence that he, he has. He doesn't just have a gas pedal. He's got a brake pedal, too. Yeah. He you uses know. it a lot. So, you guys, when you're on D-line, you're talking about this, you're talking about that. Just remember that. You know, and don't bust each other up over it because one person thinks this and one person thinks that. We're all different. We're made different. We're going to think different, and it's a good thing. Yeah. It it really is. Don't don't bust each other up. <laughs> our, our season's young. It it our season's not even started. Yeah. It, well, it started now. Like well, we're into the league year, but yeah. But that's when it but starts. Man, don't 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 get all yeah. wound and up. Remember, yet. we remember we're Colts Nation. We uh, we stick. We're, we're not out of the playoffs. We yet. stick together. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Coach. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Hey guys, um, I know we had some some tragedy happen uh, out west in Boulder, Colorado. Man, love each other every chance you get. Stop! Stop the bullying. <laughs> I mean, just really, it's it's gotta quit. We we got a, a lot of people nowadays that they mental health is not what it should be in this country. Absolutely, we not. don't take care of our own like we used to, but we need to get back to it. We need to get back to it. You see somebody hurting, talk to them, love them, get get give them some help. I'm not saying go get them some help. Give them some help. We, we can all stand here and, and, and hold each other up, and that'll keep you up, you know? Agreed. But that's, that's all I got to say. That's it. All right. Well, that's going to be a tough one to follow. You know, you brought in all the oh, – I always get off touchy uh, feeling. You do. I'm sorry. You do. It's a couple weeks in a row now. <laughs> My final thoughts, you guys, are, you know, we put a lot of time, energy, and effort and resources from our own families to make this show happen. Computers, yeah. lights, cameras, you know, yeah, all that other good stuff. And now we've got a website. That costs. Now we've got staff writers. That costs. Yeah. You know, if you have it, if you like our logos, if you like what we do. Man, get you a cool-ass T-shirt Yeah, we or a sweatshirt. We really appreciate it. You know, going to the game, seeing another D-line fan. Well, and, and I, how much? How cool would that be? I, I'm, I'm telling you, the thing, the thing that that I get the biggest charge out of is I'm waiting for that first time I see somebody wearing it that I don't know. I mean, oh, I, yeah. I will probably go up to that person and be like, "Where'd you get the shirt?" Give them a hug. I might be humping their leg. Yeah, I mean, it's no, I'm not going to hump your leg. I. <laughs> 
That now nobody's gonna order them. Fuck that! I ain't letting that big son bitch hum on me. <laughs> but no, you Man, know, go get you a cool piece of merchandise. Yeah, it it's a t-shirt. We don't show your fandom. We we don't make them very much off of them. But like you said, it it's going to be cool as hell. Give us validation in what we do when we go to a Colts game afloat. and we see other people wearing D-line shirts. That's just cool oh, as hell. hell dude. I'll probably know? buy you a beer if I see you. Yeah, it. definitely buy. I won't hump your leg, but I'll probably buy you a beer. <laughs> you know, so if you've got it, you like it, man. It, it's nothing yeah. but appreciated. It really is. So that's my final thoughts. That's that's all I got, all right. Pete. Well, you guys be good to each other. No drinking and driving. And as always, go, go Colts. Colts.